Hello, hello, and welcome to House of Low. I'm Low, and I am on a mission to create safe spaces to help every single woman on this earth feel her power, live from her truth, find her magic, and discover a love for herself so deeply that it opens her up to love others, step into her purpose, and live life abundantly. I'm so excited you have found your way here. Thank you for joining me. Here we go. They always say to just do it, to take action, to start where you are, right? And all that's great and all that is fair and there's some truth to it. However, in my humble opinion and experience, it is often that we are taking action from a very misaligned place. And much like the theme I've talked a lot about in the past, we end up running back into ourselves. I want to talk today about what it means to finally bring something into the world that you've been praying for and working on and creating and what it means when that thing is finally out in the world and the process it takes to get there. So I am so excited to recap my very first event that I held a couple of weeks ago in person in San Diego, where I live. Oh, it's such a blessing. And actually, I'm so relieved that it happened. And I'm so honored at the feedback I received. So my event was called Abundance Activated. The idea was to bring women together to witness each other in conversations about scarcity versus abundance and the consciousness that goes with that and to actually together create an abundance activation. I have been thinking about doing these types of events for many, many years and I actually did a few types of events, not quite like this, but some events in the past when I was living in the New York area. And I always felt called to create these types of spaces. But of course, like any idea, something's in your head and you crave something like I crave these kinds of spaces, but it's another to put it out there and really see the response. As I've talked a little bit about before, House of Low, my company is about, at its core, creating safe spaces for women to connect. And what I desire is for women to feel into their pure worthiness and to explore what they truly desire without the pressures of what's around us or what other people think, but just letting themselves explore what they actually desire in their life. A lot of what we talked about at the event was what does it mean to live an abundant life? And what does it mean to move from a place of abundance as our state of mind, as our mindset, as our consciousness? One of the things that really came through for me is when you have a desire inside of you, especially related to something you desire to create and put out into the world, that is there for a reason. 
So I have always felt called to create these kinds of spaces and events. I didn't always know how to do it. I'm not really an event planner. I, you know, I don't know how to do a lot of that stuff, or at least it's not something that's been in my field, but I just always felt called to create events for women. And there's going to be many types of events that I create and many kinds of spaces, but I'm sure you can relate where you feel called to do something or often create something, but you just ignore it or you think, oh, it's too big or, oh, how am I going to do this? Or, oh, will people even care? And (laughs) what I have learned, and I'm laughing because it's just like, I'm preaching to myself here. What I have learned is that if you put something out there from your heart and soul and you actually know and feel the value that it has, the people that desire that same thing are just drawn to you. It's almost like the energy of people desiring this thing that you're thinking about creating are really pushing you to create it. And that's been my experience with my first event. The event was a lot about bringing women together. And I, from the beginning said, if it's three of my best friends and me, cool. (laughs) If it's eight women, amazing. If it's 10, wow. If it's 20, oh boy. (laughs) And I ended up attracting 24, 25 women to come to my first event. And I'm still in awe at this because it is such an honor to serve these women, but also what transpired at this event was so beyond me, you know, and this is where I do believe the magical forces that are around us just create these experiences that we can't always put into words. And while I was the vessel or the creator or the initiator of this event, when all the pieces were there and when all these incredible women came together, it took on a life of its own. And for that, I am deeply grateful and also deeply inspired to keep going and to continue creating and to honor when I do feel strongly that I want to create something, there's a reason for that. And that's what I want to really talk about today with you. What is something inside of you that you have felt called to do or say or create? And how long have you been running from it or neglecting it or dissing it or not giving yourself any space to explore it? But this leads me into talking about sort of the dance between masculine and feminine energy because feminine energy is creativity, right? And masculine energy carries it out. And we all have both. And As a woman and as someone who does consider herself really deeply creative, I have felt and had to kind of reawaken my feminine energy, my creator self, because so much of my career and life has been dominated by the masculine energy, like taking action and just leadership and go, go, go. And I never created and carved out space to make things, to create things, to explore what I even have to say, you know? And as a result, a lot of my deepest creativity has been suppressed for many years. And now I can feel that it's being reawakened. You could argue that I should have did this event 10 years ago, eight years ago, five years ago, three years ago, six months ago. But I was not at any particular point or ready 
to create this space and to pour my deepest creativity into it. When people say, just start, just go, just take action. If you're not in a place to do that, it actually prolongs the creative process. And it, I think, makes you create kind of out of desperation and create out of not really your true self, but out of the pressures of just get it done, just get it done, just get it done. I don't subscribe to that thinking anymore. That is scarcity because if we're just racing ahead, taking action because we're in fear that other people are going to get ahead of us, right? The whole competitive consciousness, what we create isn't even going to have a powerful vibration to attract the people that really desire what we're creating or trying to put out into the world. Because ultimately, whatever we create, whatever we're here for, it's for other people. It's not just for us. There's a deep satisfaction and you know there's a lot of self-love that comes from creating and putting out things that are personal to you and things that you feel called to do that are related to your purpose but everything that we create is for others right so what i can say is the women that i attracted to this event to my first event were of a caliber that i could have never dreamed and what i mean by that is they already had the curiosity for this conversation. They had been yearning for this type of space that's safe and that talks about abundance, not scarcity, not fear-based consciousness, but that there is enough for everyone to have their harvest. There's enough for everyone to live prosperously. And if I had just threw this event together a year ago, because it's like, just get going, get it done, I would have never had the beautiful success that I would consider this event had. I say all this to say that it was an out-of-body experience for me to be at my first event and to facilitate and connect these women and to hold space for them and listen to them and acknowledge them. I pretty much levitated at this event. <laughs> it was such a deep spiritual experience for me. At one point, I felt like I rose above my body and I was like, is this happening? <laughs> it's just, it was so magical. And I was quite speechless a lot of the time. <laughs> and I say all that to say that I'm of the mindset that we have to believe it to see it. Not see it to believe it. Believe it to see it. When I was sitting around the table with these other incredible women, and I was witnessing them and witnessing them witness each other in their vulnerability when it comes to scarcity and how it makes us have a lot of fear in life and their vulnerability when it comes to what would it look like to think big? What would it look like to play big, think big, and dream big? What would it look like to speak into existence something that I deeply desire that other people would say that's impossible? What does it look like? And what does it look like to be witnessed by other women that believe the same thing, that believe it's possible for you to attract and create that in your life? I witnessed what I've always believed, which is that women want other women to witness them and to see them. And it's such a deep, deep part of our collective healing as women. It really is. And I do feel that no matter what happens and no matter how we work on ourselves in silence or in solitude, 
there's almost this acceleration of healing that can come when you're in a space with women like that. And that's what I want to keep creating. And I do have to say, you know, I went into this event very non-attached to a certain result. I wasn't attached to it being a certain way, to it being like this big thing. I really just wanted a chance to test this idea in a way and really see it come to life and also let it take on a life of its own. And I think creativity is a lot about that. It's a lot about there's a starting place we come from within us or something that's on our mind or in our heart that we want to create. Once it's out there, it takes on a life of its own. The universe is trying to draw the people to you that will help you bring it to life. The universe wants to find the people that really want to receive your creativity and receive your offerings, whatever you're creating. Because I went into it so non-attached, it went beyond my wildest dreams. I can't stress this enough. Also that I went into it because I was aligned. I finally said and felt, not just said, but felt inside, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to put this out there. I'm ready to create this and let the chips fall where they may. Let whoever it's for be drawn to me. Let whoever it's not for, it's fine. A lot of creators and artists talk about this. Once your work is out in the world, it's not yours anymore. It takes on this like life of its own. And in order to even keep creating and to continue being in a state of creativity, we have to become like non-attached to the work that we put out. Because if we're putting it out and like we're deathly afraid to even put it out there and then we're judging it when it's out there and then if not everybody loves it or, or if we had this preconceived response that we had to get in relation to our creativity or our work and it doesn't get it, we basically start at square one again. Like we stop creating, we stop putting things out there. And I will say with my first event, again, I cannot say this enough. I was in awe at how everything just came together so seamlessly, so perfectly. And it really took on a life of its own because of the magic that is around us and above us and the magic that wove each woman together in this event and and allowed each woman to open up and witness the other and speak into existence some of the biggest intentions and goals of abundance I've ever heard. It created this like portal. And when we talk about manifestation, I mean, this is what it's about. It's one thing to be by yourself and and really think about what you want to call into your life. It's another to say it out loud in front of other people. (laughs) I said this at the event. I really felt like this came through me and I want to say it here. As women, like we create this world. We are the creators, right? We are deeply creative. It is in our soul. It is in our cells to be creative. And unfortunately, we live in a masculine energy dominant economy and like working world and the business world. And it's highly productive and rooted in all the qualities of masculine energy, which are not inherently bad, but when they're not balanced by the feminine and the creativity side of us, and obviously men have both masculine and feminine energy too, when it's not balanced by the creative side of us, we really get burnt out. That's what creates burnout. It's what creates being in a place of not feeling inspired at all. We're like consuming a lot of other people's content and we're not even sure what our own voice is anymore, right? And so what I observed about myself in finally putting out something that purely came from inside me that I've been guided to create was now I feel this undercurrent of creative momentum, if you will. 
I feel my creator self has been reawakened. And I have a lot of different tips that I'm going to share with you in a second about how I think and I want to share with you ways you could reawaken your creator self and explore that. But I just want to say I'm so honored and grateful to the women who came together for my first event. I'm so honored and grateful to my food partner in this, Perla, who is from Elevation Eating. I'll link her in the show notes. She creates the most abundant tables and spreads of food that one can ever experience. And we actually also did this very sacred food activation before we did our abundance activation that I will never forget. And I also want to thank my friend, Diane, who is an incredible collaborator of mine who helped me bring this to life. My point in saying that is that I want to partner with women forever in my business. In anything I create, I want to partner with women. And I could not have created this event without other women and the energy that we brought together in our creator selves, if you will. So I want to thank the universe so much for this event and for the success of this event and what it has inspired me to do next. Again, I just want to honor and thank all of the women who came together and spoke (laughs) the most powerful intentions of calling in abundance in their life. I'm changed forever after witnessing you. So I would love to leave you with a few different rituals that can help reawaken your creator self. The first is really take inventory of what you consume and also how much you consume. And I say consume in the sense of content, anything that's related to your consumption. One of the things that I've really had to acknowledge in my own creativity is that I can't consume a lot of other people's content if I'm going to be creating. So I have to sort of go in these ebbs and flows of consuming content, whether it's on social or it's other, even podcasts or any media in general, because what happens is like that energy gets in our head and sometimes it can like make us feel like there's too much out there. So in order to really ground into your creator self, take inventory of what you consume. And I would also offer an idea for you to consider, which is take some breaks, maybe even consistently on a weekly basis, pick Saturday or Sunday to be a flow day where you actually don't consume anything and you just see what comes through you. And that leads to the next ritual that you could try, which is picking a day to literally only be creative. One of my coaches once called this a flow day, and I always loved this. I'll link Amy in the show notes, my amazing coach. But feminine energy is ultimately about being in a flow state. We're not attached to any certain thing happening. We're in such a flow state and we're truly, truly surrendered to whatever is right now and happens. And we kind of open ourselves up to seeing what happens. And you can do so many different things on this day. I definitely recommend Saturday or Sunday for this type of day, which works for a lot of people's schedules. Even just like letting yourself only journal. Maybe you listen to like sound frequencies, but you don't listen to music with lyrics. Let your soul, let your inner 
mind and your higher self speak through you. Let it come through in art, in creating, in writing, in journaling, in speaking. Maybe you make some voice notes and just record yourself talking and thinking about ideas and almost like be a sounding board for yourself. If you create that space and carve out that space consistently weekly over time, you start to see what wants to come through you. Every woman I know has deep creativity and things that she wants to create. And it's often that we're not making the space to even explore those things or let ourselves discover what they are, what wants to come through us. So flow day, all about the flow day. And then the third ritual I would recommend is to start observing more. And what I mean by this is start noticing things around you. Notice signs, notice visuals, things that you walk by that just spark your attention, take pictures, start to document things around you just in the present moment. And this is a great way to actually ground in the present moment. It's so hard to be in the present moment. I'm going to do a whole episode on that (laughs) because it's a beautiful notion. Be in the present, be here, be now. It's all we have. And we know that, but ultimately most of the time our mind is either in the past or in the future. And so one of the things that's really helped me ground into my deep creator self is to start documenting things around me that are happening right now. So even just now I was walking here to the studio to record And I noticed these yellow flowers. It was two like yellow roses that were in a cross over each other, just in a pile of dirt. And I was like, oh, that's so interesting. And it just looked beautiful and kind of sad at the same time. And I took a picture of it. And I know it sounds so simple, but even that, it almost makes me see that I am an artist, that I am a creator because I captured that picture and it like makes me see things and feel inspired in a deeper way because I'm actually allowing myself to notice, right? Creativity is so linked to curiosity. So let yourself be curious. I want to thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I am going to be creating a lot of different events. I'm also looking to create virtual events. I know we're all Zoom fatigued, (laughs) but I do think there can be really sacred space virtually. And so I'm looking to do that. And I'm also going to be creating more in-person events. So if you are in San Diego, I would love to have you. You can go to houseoflow.co and join my email list to be the first to kind of hear about my next events. I want to leave you with a quote that I discovered last year and kind of rediscovered this year that has led to me actually having the courage to create my first event and start my business and launch House of Low. And it is this, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you. St. Thomas. I pray today leaves you feeling inspired to reawaken your creator self and also to not put so much pressure to just do and start and make that you allow for the space to reawaken your creator self before you feel the external pressure that you're running out of time or that there's too much out there or that the world doesn't need what wants to come through you because the world needs what wants to come through you. But you have to first desire it to come out. So allow it, create that space. And also, may you always believe that you are 
a creator. Thank you so much for listening to House of Low today. I encourage you to keep going. Who you're becoming is on the horizon and who you are today is a gift. Never lose sight that you are worthy of all that you deeply desire. Love, Low.